laughing all the way to the Welcome, Spread Nation, to the inaugural, well, annual... To the annual beginning of the football season and thus the beginning of the spread podcast for the year of 2020, which what I must say has been one of my favorite years. My name is Jordan, a.k.a. JL. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark. Marcus, how are we feeling today? Good. We're socially distant. I don't feel uh, unsafe. Ready to talk about some football and not about uh, wearing masks. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're 400 miles apart because I just <laughs> spit all over my microphone. Good. Yeah, COVID alert. Yep. Libs are losing their minds right now. We're happy to have everyone back. For those of you who have been listening, I know you're out there. You're hiding in the nether woods of, of nether world somewhere, but we know you're out there. And uh, thank you for coming back. For those of you who are new to the show, might be a new listener, I think it's fair that we give you a quick rundown here. So what we do is we isolate the most lockish locks in football, whether it's NCAA, whether it's NFL. Sometimes I dabble in CFL, but we always start in the fall because it's why the fuck wouldn't we? Uh, Marcus, am I missing anything that you feel like we add to the pie you might not get uh, at other shitty sports gambling podcasts? Well, first off, you don't have to pay for our lockish of locks pick picks. And second off, we will dabble in basketball. We will dabble in UFC. We will dabble maybe in a horse race every now and then. We don't know. But what you do know is that our football locks are ones to follow. And I'll tell you one thing, talking about COVID, the one thing that hasn't changed through COVID is money. Money's still green. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, let me take a look here. Hold on. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Still green. Okay. Yeah, so, he's yeah. right. So money's still green. There's still money to be made. You can mope around all day or you can strap up, follow us on the Spread Podcast, win some money, and uh, watch some good football while you're doing it. It's so easy your grandma could do it. It's so simple. The fact that you're here, you're already richer, so it's great. And I don't want to be insensitive to the matters surrounding COVID-19 and the situation surrounding that, including unemployment, right. layoffs. I know 10% of our country is still unemployed. It's tragic. Well, guess it's what? It's tragic, but... It's terrible. It, guess what? If you are in that 10%, and if you are listening to this podcast... This could be the pivotal moment in your life. And I and I do not say that lightly. Basically what we're saying is you should be spending your unemployment money gambling with us. Right. And and you know, I don't know gambling could be a slippery slope. If you're a loser, if you're winning, it's if you're great. a loser. But you're here now. It's cool you're here right now. So you might have a, you know, I need you to go to the bank and I need you to ask the bank teller how much money can you give me? <laughs> right now this needs to be obviously before the game start and then what i need you to do is take that money go to your sports book 
and bet every single bet that we are about to tell you in the next hour. That's what we need from you. Parlay it if you want. Yeah, probably parlay it too. Fuck a recession. Fuck COVID-19. Fuck it. Overall, we're here to have a good time, watch good football, and make you money all in the same time. It's a win-win-win. It's a try-win. Win-cubed. I really hope it's good football because um, it was great to see the NFL on. Uh, Two of my favorites in the game, Deshaun and Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, were playing. So, yeah, Jalen, I wanted to get your take on this because this was a a highly anticipated game for you, and especially you're a massive Deshaun Watson fan. What did you think... What did you think of his performance last night? I thought his performance was as good as you can expect. Um, What I saw in the field was a couple of drives early in the game from the Texans that were clearly scripted and were really methodical, put together. David Johnson looked incredible. But then when the game was on the table and the Chiefs started scoring and they needed to start passing, their offensive line showed again how terrible yes. they are at pass blocking. I mean, Deshaun Watson was tap dancing back there. And, you know, he did as good as you could do. I had uh, Texans over 21 points. Ouch. And uh, let's just say today I had to do some Kung Pao therapy. You know what that is? <laughs> I do not. Please explain. That's when you order enough Kung Pao chicken to feed maybe six people. And then you eat as much as you can until you have to take a three-hour nap. <laughs> hey, did it work? Yeah. No, I feel much Good. better. Yeah, that, um, was my, that was my main takeaway from the game was when Deshaun Watson had to step back and make throws, he looked uncomfortable in the pocket, not because he's not a good pocket passer, strictly because he didn't have time to really make reads and make throws. And when you're playing against the Chiefs and they're scoring like crazy and their offense is so electric, if you can't get first downs and can't move the ball up the field and establish some sort of field position battle, you're in a lot, a lot of trouble against the Chiefs. The Chiefs just kind of stifled them and really dominated that game from start to finish, from my, my opinion. Well, that's why the Chiefs will continue, if they have their personnel healthy, to just flip the script on teams. Because you can try to do the thing where you have a great running back and and run the ball and play the ball control thing, but when you get the ball back to Patrick Mahomes and he throws a touchdown in two plays, you you got to move the ball. You, you know, you can't you can't run your ball. Can't run <laughs> you your. You can't balls. run the ball out of that. Yeah, you can't run the ball out of that situation. So. Anyway, it was awesome to see. I got pounded. Um, 0-1 for the season for me. But here's the thing about our show is that I'm not a selfish man. I almost enjoy gambling more when I lose, which is weird to say. That's very weird. Because it's like when I win, it's like ho-hum. I do this all the time. It's all I do is win. So whenever I lose, it feels so stimulating as opposed to winning because winning it i've become numb to it in a sense so you'd rather be massively pissed than the feeling of numbness when you win you know i'm just trying to feel anything (laughs) at this point marcus let's get into some picks fuck covid can i get a fuck covid fuck covid fuck covid uh i'll kick it off marcus pleasure to be here pleasure um, my first pick is going to be in the NFL. 
This is probably, outside of our lock of the week, one of my favorite spots of the weekend. Not just because their name changed, and not just because they're playing the team that Will Greer plays at. Because I am excited to see if Will Greer plays. Anyways, it's the Raiders and the Carolina Panthers. Raiders are on the road from their new home in Las Vegas to take on the Panthers. They are a three-point favorite on the road. Now, there's an implied team total for the Raiders of 25 and a half points in this game. And I am loving this over. And I'll tell you why. Reason number one, the Panthers' defense is plain bad. It's just bad. They've been bad last year. They'll still be bad this year. They're trying to pump up a few rookies in the defensive backfield who will probably fail. Um, We've got new coaching staff. Matt Rule is the new coach with the Panthers. And another thing that contributes to this potential for high points for the Raiders would be the new offense that we're seeing in Carolina, which is now Joe Brady, the same coach who uh, put together the offense for quarterback Joe Burrow in his you know, record-setting season. So I see a lot of passing more in the college game. That means that this Raiders defense, who is great up front against a, a new system, they're going to really jumble things. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to do a little tap dancing back there. I think he's going to be tap dancing and looking around, and things are going to be really fast because his O-line sucks. And the Raiders actually have a good front. Um, that's going to give the ball to the Raiders more. And I don't see any reason why the Raiders can't score 27 points in this game. I just really don't. It's probably my favorite spot of the weekend. So that's our first pick. Raiders. Over 25 and a half points. Lock it in. Marcus, your pick. All right, sticking with the NFL here, I'm going the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions over 42 and a half points. Got a couple reasons why here. First, pretty simple, injuries on both defenses in this game. And then also, if you're Mitch Trubisky, if you're a fan of him or not, I don't really care. At some point in the... in the season, you're going to have to realize, is this going to be the year where I break through? Or is this going to be the year where I start working at Trader Joe's? I don't know. If he's lucky. He could be. I mean, he always looked to me like a Walmart greeter guy. Like when you walk in, like, hey, welcome to Walmart. That's what I see. So, overall, I do think Mitch Trubisky is going to have a good year. I think the Bears score roughly 24 points in this game. I think they win this game. I think they win 24 to 21 over the Lions. I think this scores around the normal NFL total that I laugh about, the 45 range. But I believe in Trubisky this year. I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he's just had some growing pains. So that's why I'm going Bears-Lions over 42 and a half and also Bears by three if you want to, uh, want to throw a little side action there. I love this pick. This is a great pick. I think the Lions could actually have some potency on offense this year. So I'm, you know, to me, if the Bears even score 20 points here, this over is going to hit in my eyes. It's only which I think points. the Bears so will will score. I think 20. they they almost have to, or else Trubisky is gone. You know, that, that that's it's what a I make think. or break year for him. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, that, that that's a great pick. On to my next pick. 
Um, this is a go against the hype lock of the week. Go against the grain. Go against the sexy Twitter fucking Instagram bullshit. I like the Saints at home minus three and a half versus the new NFL sweethearts, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But dude, Tom Brady wears a visor now. How are you going to bet against well, the Bucs? Yeah, no, yeah, no, swag is... We've learned, at least I've learned, in my times watching football. And this ties into one of your picks later, Marcus. But swag, I'm sorry, when it comes to football, counts for fucking nothing. Tom Brady can wear a fucking visor. He can wear fucking 10 sweatbands on his calves. You know, fuck, I don't know. I, I don't know what they wear. But here's the bottom line. Every single time a career single team franchise uber successful quarterback has done the victory lap you know thing we're seeing with him this coming year it's ended in disaster and guess what they're not starting with a rinky dink fucking team this is the new orleans saints who have been drooling over the super bowl the last three years and they've come very close to getting there they're still the same team. They have a lot of the same guys. They're going to do some damage, as always, this year. And I think the Brady hype train comes crashing to a halt in this game. Saints minus three and a half. If you were going to pick that game, I was going to pick that game. Um, there is going to be – this is really, really going to be interesting because the whole rhetoric of Brady's career is he couldn't do without Belichick. Well, Brady is going to Tampa Bay now, and he's going to give it a go. Very late in his career, um, I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think they're even going to make the playoffs. How about that take? I don't see the Buccaneers even making the playoffs this year. It could be close. They may sneak in, but I think Tampa Bay is going to have serious, serious growing pains, and I think the New Orleans Saints are going to be one of the teams that roll this year. I'm big on the Saints this year, so I love this pick. I'm not buying what Brady's selling right now. He's had a great career, but all great things come to an end. And um, I think this is the year the Brady train comes to a halt. Well, I, I have I got to tell you, I thought Brady looked awful last year. I thought he looked terrible. I mean, he his mechanics were very slow. His footwork was extremely slow. They they basically had to check down everything. They had to, the scheme so much to make their offense work, and their defense had to work so much to get wins. So. It'll be interesting. I, it would be crazy. Actually, it, it won't be interesting because the Saints are going to win by a fucking hundred. It'd be interesting if Tom Brady wasn't in the playoffs for once. That would be crazy. People are probably going to shake, like, shake their heads at me for saying I don't think the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. I just think they're really going to struggle early on in the season. I think, there, I think there's probably some weird dynamics with Brady coming on that team. He's an older guy trying to connect with these younger players. Gronk's back for some weird reason. I see Gronk getting injured. Like, that's not going to last. I'm not buying what the Bucks are selling at all. At all. No, it's, it's, it's just a victory lap. That's all it is. And we're not numbers guys. I've, I've, we've said this time and time again. We've been doing this for years. We're not numbers guys. But if you look at the numbers, every time a quarter, if you look at the numbers, every time a quarterback has done this path, this victory lap 
I've won, you know, Super Bowls. I spent my whole career with one team, and now I want to go do it somewhere else. It's like putting on a comfy pair of slippers and say, let's see if I can do it in the fucking slippers. Guess what? It's not happening. Sorry. It's just not. If you look at the numbers there, it's never worked. If Tom Brady does it, it'll be the most impressive thing that's ever happened in football. That is such a great segue to my next pick. Um, if you don't mind me going to that. Take it away, buddy. Is Dolphins plus six and a half. And I'll tell you why. Wow. Wow. Cam Newton. Take me down. Take me downtown, Marky Mark. If Cam Newton is a starting quarterback, like you so you said, like Brady put on, he's going on his victory lap. You know, one Super Bowls. Cam Newton didn't do that. He did win an MVP. Cam Newton has said he's tired of being humble, which I don't realize when he's ever been humble about anything he's ever done. So that made zero sense to me. Here's all I'm saying. I think the Patriots in this first game, if Cam Newton's starting, bet the ranch on the Dolphins. I think the Patriots are going to be a nightmare offensively. Cam Newton is not the quarterback he was. It's not even close. He is not a good quarterback. His name and his recognition, his brand, whatever you want to call it, is the reason he's starting for New England. They're going to figure this out really quick that he's not going to be the right fit for this team. He's washed up. Cam Newton will not take this team to the playoffs. I could see, I don't even think, it's almost like with Gronk. I would be so shocked if Cam Newton makes it through the entire season. I would be, I'd be dumb. I mean, I just don't see it happening. I, If I had to put odds on it, like, does Cam Newton make it through the season 100% healthy? I'm sorry, they might be plus 500 yeah. or more. Maybe plus 1,000. I think he's going to get injured. He he's done it every year for the last. And one three thing years. I've noticed about Miami, they're getting better as a football team. They they haven't had great success in the past, but if you watch them over the last couple of years, they have started to gain some ground. Um, New England just lost Tom Brady, their core, their god, whatever. Um, and it's weird because I'd, I'd almost take a Dolphins money line here. That sounds even crazier. Take the six and a half points. Take the points. But don't be surprised if Miami goes and and wins against the Patriots. Don't be shocked because I, I'm telling I mean, you right now, it's going to be a nightmare for Cam Newton. And I, I hate I hate to sound this way, but a part of me wants to see him fail. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but he well, talks a lot he, of shit. Unless, he talks a lot of shit, and he hasn't done anything in a long time. So, so I, I, I would, if Cam Newton can surprise me, great. If he can come out and play great, good for you, man. Happy for you that you were able to somehow scrounge up some youth and not get hurt. I just don't see it happening. Well, this is why I don't see it happening with Cam is because his biggest weakness as a quarterback is what you need to be able to do in a Belichick system. So unless the Patriots have totally overhauled the way that they run their offense and the way that they get their guys open and the way that they scheme up defenses, Cam Newton's going to be lost because he's going to have to throw short routes with extreme accuracy, and he cannot do that. He has never been able to do that. He has some arm strength over the top, but when it comes to, you know, literally 
like sautéing and cutting up a defense up right up in their grill, Tom Brady is probably the best of all time at that. And Cam doesn't have that skill set, so something's got to give. I don't know. Cam doesn't really do anything well anymore. I tell me something. Tell me what Cam Newton does at an elite level. Well, that's the thing. No one knows. He hasn't. Put, you know, you got to play to know, right? He hasn't really played in years. He's been on the IR, you know, and been, you know, when he wasn't playing well, everyone was saying, well, he has a bad shoulder, he has this, he has that. Well, guess what? He's, he's, he's fully starting, healthy now. right? He's starting this game. Yeah, no, he's starting. Yeah, he's starting. Yeah, dude, it's going to be... It, now he's fully healthy, so there's no excuses. So he might do great. Well, he's done I He's done bet. being humble. I, we know that. He put out that lame-ass I wouldn't video. bet on it. No. I wouldn't bet I like on Miami. It. I think... They're a good young younger team, and they go in and get it done. I, I don't know if they're going to win, but I can almost guarantee they keep it within six and a half. That's my second pick. I know it's a little controversial, but I'm not buying. I'm not buying Cam Newton. I'm not buying the Bucks, and I'm not buying Cam Newton. Those are my two hot NFL takes for Week One. I'm with you on those. With you. All right. What do you got? What's I'm gonna next? Th- I'm going to throw out NCAA pick. We're going to the Big Twelve where my area of competency lies. I'm taking Iowa State minus 11 and a half. Few reasons for this pick. Uh, I hate to say it, but Brock Purdy is probably going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league for the Big 12 this year. As much as I, I really don't see him as an NFL success, and I think he's kind of been overrated during his time, I just think you know, you're going to have a freshman at, at OU so, unless he's a phenom, uh, it's going to be you know tough for there to be some monster for him to outshine. I should have mentioned they're they're taking on the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. <laughs> good food down there, and they had a good season last year. So these guys know how to win. They know how to put up points too. The over here at I think fifty five was the line would probably be an attractive one. Uh, wouldn't be all into that. I just I see. Iowa State being a top 20 team and 11 points, 11 and a half just won't be enough for Lafayette. Um, yeah. Not much more. Marcus, what else you got for us, brother? I got an NCAA pick. And also, I have two NCAA picks, both in the Big 12. I didn't mean to do that on purpose. I guess it's just where I'm most confident. I we know the Big a, 12. We know I watch it. a lot of Big 12 football. So, um, I have Kansas minus six and a half against Coastal Carolina. First off, Kansas is really used to playing with no one in their stadium. So that's not going to be like COVID crowds isn't really going to be a factor for them because they're not really used to big crowds anyway. Just kidding, Just kidding, Jayhawk fans. Don't don't at me, dude. No, seriously, it's fuck, it's fuck good, Kansas. But seriously, fuck, fuck Kansas. Kansas. But <laughs> seriously, um, I saw Kansas play in person last year. I think Les Miles has them playing a good brand of football. I think Coastal Carolina comes in and probably loses by two scores at least. Kansas is getting better as a program. Les Miles is a good coach. He ain't going to lose his home opener against a Coastal Carolina team. I I almost, I mean, I guarantee Kansas covers this six and a half. I bet they win by 17 to 20 points. Um, yeah, that's that one to me is a layup. I I think Kansas is playing played well at the end of last season, especially they gave some Big 12 teams some uh, some trouble. They didn't win a ton, but they're getting better. 
And yeah, that's why I'm going with Kansas minus six and a half against Coastal Carolina. Fucking lock it in. It's locked. Yep. Are you on unemployment? Are you having trouble keeping up with your mortgage or credit card payments? Well, listen up. That was lame. It's all right. You you swung. I swung for it. Well, Marcus, it's hard for me to believe that we're back here in, in this position to be giving locks, to be giving money to this country who needs it so bad in this time of despair. Wait, are you done with your and, picks? Uh, and a super a super flu that everyone's catching, and uh, it's terrible. Uh, no, actually, Marcus, we've arrived at the most important pick that the spread does. Uh-oh. And there's a few things I want to mention here, especially if you're a, a new listener. We call this pick the lock of the week, okay? We've been doing this for years. These picks always hit. They always hit. Marcus? I can't remember the last time one didn't hit. I'll tell you that. Yeah, same, same. So, wait, you want me to give it? You so, want me to give the lock of but the no, week? But no, but here's well, here's, here's the fine print on the lock of the week, okay? And I've been, you know, there's a lot of guys on gambling Twitter, um, a lot of shitty podcasts that with shitty guys and they tell shitty jokes and their picks suck and all they do is lose you money. And they're always talking about units. So I did a little a deep dig into units. Unit math? Guess what? We're a unit podcast now. Okay. You know why? Because when you say unit, you never say how much it is. That's true. A thousand units you could, could be say, a dollar. It could. It could be. Like, what's your unit? Half well, it's point oh one cents. Yeah. So, I'm I'm happy to... I mean, I, this is the guarantee I can give you by the end of this season. With these locks of the week, you're going to be up at least 500,000 units. At least. No. And, Marcus, you're laughing, but the numbers, they check out. Okay? I did the math. So... If you're into units, which why wouldn't you be? It's they're all over. You need to listen to this lock of the week, and that lock of the week is the Bills minus six and a half this Sunday against the New York Jets. Sam Darnold and his band of raggedy little pieces of shit. Few reasons I like this line, Marcus. Are you on the same page with me here? By the way. Yes. Okay, good. The Buffalo Bills play a great brand of football. Toughest, one of the toughest O-lines in the league. You've got Josh Allen, who looks better every single game. And now they've landed one of the best talents in the NFL at wide receiver with Stephon Diggs. I love the way he plays. I think the Bills played last season... With the new weapons here and the new ceiling they have outside is going to be a trouble for a lot of NFL teams. Marcus, anything else to add on that one? That's all I got. Bills minus six. That's a lot. I think the Bills are, I mean, it's week one, so I'm kind of been kind of re-saying this over and over. Week one, I look a lot of teams, how they finish seasons and how they've just progressed over the last two years. And if you look at the Bills, it's, it, they're getting, again, they're getting better and better, and now they add Stephon Diggs. 
I mean, I think I'm. Sh- this is one of the lines I was really shocked at. It's almost like such an obvious line. You're scared. You're being trapped in some way. Yeah, but yeah. I could see I that. I don't but see how it's a case. trap. I think it's a week one shitty line. I think the Bills win by 17. And yeah, I I love this pick. I I 17. I, yeah, I think it's going to be an ass kicking. I think it, it, Josh Allen, like you said, he's getting better and better. Now he has an elite over the top threat. So we'll see. I think it's going to be an ass kicking, no doubt. There's definitely the talent there to kick some ass, especially against the Jets in fucking week one. So I I that gets the stamp. I'll put a stamp sound there. So the stamp of approval for the lock of the week. And remember, folks, when you bet the lock of the week, you're looking at by the end of this season a minimum return of five hundred thousand units. <laughs> okay, that's a guarantee. If you'd like to, you can draft us an email, uh, put it in writing on our Twitter. We are at uh, the spread picks at the spread picks. We changed our name. It's a little bit smarter. We thought at the spread picks. So send it, put it in in writing. We'll go to court if you don't win five hundred thousand units. Um, it, you you just did the numbers wrong, basically. So fuck yeah, that's Marcus. Do we got anything have, else? Who are you voting one, for this year? I have one more. Who are you vote? Who are you voting for? Oh, I'm not going there. Um, <laughs> I do have one more. If you don't know football, hold on. Let me start that again. I have one more. If you know anything about football, you take this pick. And I hate to go back to the Big 12, and I hate to bet on my team. I'm not even doing this because they're my team. I swear to you. I'm doing this because the team they are playing is the worst college football team I have ever fucking seen. West Virginia. Against Eastern Kentucky, minus, get ready for it, get ready, minus 41 and a half. Marshall, who's a good little program in West Virginia, beat them 59-0 and could have hung 80 on them. I've never seen a college football team look as bad as I've seen this team look. They have to go into Morgantown. I don't care if there's not a lot of people there. It's still going to be a tough place to go even score for these idiots. I think West Virginia could be up 42 in the first half. I mean, I, it's it's a no-brainer. This team is awful. <laughs> I don't know how good West Virginia will be. I don't, I don't I care. To be quite honest, I don't care how good they are. I think Eastern Kentucky's that bad. If Neil Brown can't beat – if Neil Brown doesn't cover the spread tomorrow – we're recording on Friday, so I say tomorrow. Tomorrow at 11 o'clock, I'm out. I'm out on Neil Brown. He was starting to – I started to like him. I'm not I'm not getting into West Virginia right now. I'm not going to get into it. Oh Well, no, Marcus, you're right. Neil Brown, this is your chance to put your balls on the table. If you don't cover the spread, you're, a bitch. you're officially a dweeb. Like, he's he's giving off the dweeb – Kind of you, vibe. You texted me. You texted me during this game and said, "Have you ever seen a college football team look this bad?" And I said, "Nope, I have not." That's my short answer there for you, folks. Nope, haven't seen a team that no, bad. They, I nope. would never bet with them. Well, no, no. I actually think that that's like a silver lining lock of the week, where it's like, don't ask yourself who you would bet on. Ask <laughs> yourself who you would never. Never, ever, ever, ever bet on. Who would you never bet on? 
and that's EKU. There's going to be some <laughs> listener out there who bets Eastern Kentucky just to be cute. It's not going to work out for you. No, it will if not. If you do it, There's, at least no. go back and watch the film. If you think you saw a spark, call me. If you email us, a spark. Us, if you think you saw a spark with that trash ass football team that played against Marshall, let us know. Maybe I don't know football. Maybe I. Maybe it's my fault to say how bad this team is. Yeah, I've never seen anything up. worse. They're that bad. I've never seen anything worse. Let's look here. What's beautiful is we're literally hours away from the game. It's amazing. I'm so fucking excited. They're rushing, <laughs> dude. Their stats for this game. <laughs> Don't do P. it. P. McKinney, 7 for 10, 71 yards, one interception. Their leading rusher had six carries, 39 yards. Dude, there's probably high school football teams that could beat Eastern Kentucky. No, I'm, I'm telling you, I played at a D2 school, and they went to a, nat, you know, they went to a natty. There's no doubt in my mind the team I played for would kick the fuck out of EKU. They are that bad. I swear I'm putting a lot of I'm putting a lot of emphasis on this game. Neil Brown, if you somehow come across this and listen to this, cover the spread. Don't ease up. That's all I got. Right. I mean, that's if I, if I'm the AD at WVU, I'm calling Neil Brown at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning while, you know, right when he gets into the, you know, athletic right when he gets to the facilities. And I said, get in my office now, you dweeby piece of shit. And I would look at him and I would say, your salary for the rest of your contract <laughs> is on this spread. And if you don't and if you don't go out there and cover this fucking spread, I will fire you in front the of the most whole like gambling addict athletic director of all time. At your house. That's what I mean, that's how I would do it. I don't know, you know. <laughs> how they do it there, but that's oh, how man. I would. Yeah, so long so. story short, West Virginia minus 41 and a half. It opened at like 35 or something. Like over three-fourths the money is on West Virginia. Jump on the wagon. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath in Morgantown. Dude, I think every time we do this, when we go through these picks, I am so confident in every single one. I'm looking at these and saying there's no way that we're not going to be a hell of a start. Dude, I mean, I don't think we could. These picks are so, they're already done. It's like you might as well, if you, you know, you can budget your weekend on these picks. So f- me personally, I'm, pr- I'm probably going to go put about, you know, 10, 15,000 on my credit card because I know on Monday it'll all off. be back and then some. Yeah. Well, no, it'll be paid off and then some, you know, by like three times. The credit card company is going to come to me. Going to offer you more credit. That was <laughs> offer you more credit. Yeah. Would you like to raise your credit yeah, line? Do you like, fuck yeah, idiots. Young money. Did you? I'm pulling out my 401k. <laughs> on West Virginia. And you should too. Yeah. Break it down. Dumbass. <laughs> That's the spread. Week one. We'll see you next week. Marcus, love you. The spread picks. The spread picks.
is our tag. Find us. Fuck it up, fuck it up. Roll with us. Fuck with us. Fuck it up, fuck it up. And you will make money. I made love to a stripper. First I had to tip her. 20,000 once. She said, I'm that nigga. I said, I'm that nigga, bitch. I already know it. I come with bad weather. They say I'm a storm. VVS is in my drum. That's a Rockefeller chain. I was sending bricks to Harlem back when Jay was still with Dame. I'm in for leave child. I gotta protect on. Okay. Got a stripper with me. She picked up the check home. She gon' fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. She don't need makeup, makeup. She gon' rig it up, rig it up, rig it up. Tell the nigga pay up, pay up. She said, pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy. Wait for the pussy, wait for the pussy. Ask God to forgive me. Cause I pray for the pussy, pray for the pussy. I tell all my hoes, rake it up. Break it down. Bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, bag 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 it up, Brought out the pink Lamborghini, just a race with China. What the race to China? Just a race in China. Low bad Trini bitch, but she mixed with China. Real thick vagina, smuggle bricks to China. I tell all my niggas, cut the check, cut the check, bust it down, turn your goofy down, pow. I'ma do splits on it, yeah splits on it. I'm a bad bitch, I'ma throw fits on it. I'ma bust it open, I'ma go stupid and get fits on it. I don't date, honey. Cookie on tsunami. All my niggas. Wipe me once they get that good punani. I think he need the bunny. I might just let them find me. Never trust a big butt and a smile. Work the Ronnie. Rep queens like Supreme. Ass web and nitty. Ass pin me and chow. Nigga run me my dough. If this game is freezing like it wait in the cow. Nickname is Nikki, but my name ain't a cow. I tell all my hoes, rake it up. Break it down. Bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, rake it up, rake it up, rake it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. I tell all my hoes, rake it up, break it down, bag it up, bag it up, fuck 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 it up, rake it up, rake it up, rake it up. Well, I'm the dope boy, the one they talking about. All these gossiping ass niggas got my name in their mouth. I know the bad bitches, but no niggas who bitches too. They should bleed once a month. Cause that's what these bitches do. You a bitch. And your bitch should expose you. All that pillow talking nigga, that what the hoes do. You a bitch. Word to my nigga short. We won't ever write no statement. We ain't showing up in court. We don't do no gossiping. We don't do no arguing. We don't beef on social sites. We just hit our target. We don't do no rumors. We don't pay no shooters. You a little bitty bitty bitch. You should work at Hooters. You a old hater. You a fucking cougar. You a bitch. And y'all like twin sisters. Respect your hustle. Get your money, baby. Win with us. Your boyfriend acting like a bitch. I tell all my hoes, rake it up, break it down, bag it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, rake it up, rake it up, rake it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. I tell all my hoes, rake it up, break it down, bag it up, bag it up, fuck 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 it up, rake it up, rake it up, bag it up. Thank you.